The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome in. This is Jeff Shannon. And we have a special guest in the studio this morning that I think you're going to be uh, very interested in what you hear this story and everything behind it. She is an artist, a country music artist, actually. Kind of a crossover, I guess you can go either way, but I want to welcome everybody, Ashley Amber, right here. Hello. Thanks. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Well, I'm doing special. <gasps> and, well, and some people call me special, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of new to the, well, maybe not to the industry, but, you know, it's, uh, you've paid the dues a little bit. Now it's time to rise. It is. And I'm having so much fun. Uh, it's been a, it's been a very, you know, jam packed, almost 18 months since COVID. And most people maybe kind of stopped doing what they were doing, but instead I just took it as an opportunity to just like hit the ground running and just take full advantage of having that time to really, um, unify my branding and online presence and write and, and just do all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. So you're originally from Colorado. I am. Yeah. I'm a Colorado girl from Thornton, Colorado. Yes. And I was up in the Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a Rocky Mountain high. Yes. Um, <laughs> for very many reasons, it would be a Rocky Mountain high in Colorado. Out there, yeah. Right. So give us some background. Tell us, uh, you know, what your history is. Um, well, yeah. So I'm one of four. I actually have a twin brother. Uh, I'm older by a minute and I never let him live it down. Mm-hmm, ever. I mm-hmm. always say next time be born first. <laughs> and uh, I, I grew up in a household of music. My parents, they listened to Earth. Earth, Wind, and Fire. They loved Earth, Wind, and Fire. They actually saw Earth, Wind, and Fire, I think, twice at Red Rocks because wow. Red Rocks is such an yeah, amazing, sure. amazing venue in, in Colorado. Um, but lots of Motown and just, just lots of music. But when I started going to school and hanging out with my friends and listening to what they're listening to, that's when I started to get introduced to lots of different styles of music. So I listened to pop, to, to 90s R&B, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I heard Tim McGraw for the first time. Oh, that's, that's it. <laughs> I heard him at a pep assembly. The football team was dancing to Tim McGraw. And let me tell you, the, the football team was not very good at dancing. <laughs> the entire gymnasium knew the song, like everybody. And I was, I was sitting there like... Did I miss the memo? Did we have practice or something? (laughs) And everybody was singing. And all of a sudden, I was like, well, I have to know what's going on. And so that's kind of where my country music journey began. So it started with a little bit of, I want to go where the green grass grows, Mm -hmm. watching my car. And then from there, it grew into Shania and to, you know, Faith Hill and to Leanne Rimes and to Jody Messina. And then later, I found Reuben McIntyre. And then even later, I I discovered, you know, Dolly Parton because I was listening to a lot more of the pop stuff. And then, of course, you know, loved Taylor Swift when she came out. And just really that genre, Tim McGraw and um, Keith Urban and all of those things and um, incorporated with the other pop stuff I was listening to. And I really think that's played a huge part into the sound that I have, you know, today. And Sure. Yeah. We have to have, you know, been molded. And so when you get these artists that inspire you. I mean, Reba is a good one. Oh, yeah. I met Reba when she first started. Oh, really? Yeah, she came to the station when I was working in Knoxville, and she just had her first number one singer, I'm Glad I Waited Just For You. Oh, my goodness. And you would not recognize her then and today. Total difference. Wow. I mean, what they've done. So I guess, you know, having money and being a star can give that- you that kind of... Of course, you already look like a star, so... Was- well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> you gotta, have the, gotta have the look. I mean, it's a whole package kind of thing. But when you have the, the look and the style, but you can back it up with the with the tunes. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. That's very sweet. I just you know, I just love what I do. I take a lot of pride 
and what I do. And I've had to go about my career in a very untraditional way um, compared to most artists in Nashville. And because of that, it's allowed me to to be able to focus on other things and realize that, hey, your look is just as important Mm -hmm. as your music and your business is just as important as any, actually, if not more important than anything else, because, you know, how are you going to hold on to as much of your intellectual properties as possible, Mm -hmm. Um, which is most things that people don't know. But because I had to go through this untraditional route, I call it the scenic route, quite literally, since I've been to 72 different countries performing. Um, So because of all of this, I really got to learn a lot. And I'm just really thankful for that because all of it is coming into use and into play right now. Well, and then you, I guess, became a part of the Actors Equity um, Association. Tell us a little bit about what that, because they kind of manage up and coming artists and that kind of thing. So how was your involvement with them? Well, um, for those of you who don't know what the Actors Equity Association, it's um, on Broadway. (laughs) It's very, uh, it's for musical theater. It's the union. And um, it's one of those things where I did a little bit of acting in high school, but I always wanted to be a recording artist. I, I wanted to, I wanted to do my own music. I wanted to write my own music. That's what I always, always wanted. But when you're young and, and very impressionable and you're in a time where people love to tell you what to do mm-hmm. and simply based off just how I look, people are like, no, you should do this. You should be an R&B. Like you should do this, this, mm-hmm. this, this, is this. And I was signed to an independent label and I, I took the opportunity, but I just wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with the direction of music. I wasn't happy with what they wanted me to do. And I wasn't happy with the, the type of environments I was being put into. And so I actually walked away from it. I was waiting tables, just kind of hanging out. And um, all of a sudden this girl who then became one of my really close friends, she told me about musical theater and I started auditioning, landed a gig and then didn't stop working. And then I discovered this whole world of the entertainment industry that I knew nothing about. And these actors, how much they dedicate for, you know, vocal lessons and dance lessons and acting lessons. And then you have this union that protects you, that makes sure you get paid a a minimum amount, that makes sure you get health care, that gives you access to, you know, discounts on travel and and all of these things. And and they really help catapult your career. Very similar to what, you know, the Country Music Association does Mm -hmm. for, you know, the country community. It's very similar to that, but for the Broadway and musical theater performers. Well, and they've been hit hard, you know, the last year or so with you know, all the shutdowns and even the symphony here was shut down. Yeah. Uh, and all these artists, they're sleeping in their cars in a lot of cases. So we're just glad that's kind of passed and yeah. we kind of came out of it, you know, on the good side and things are opening up and things are jamming here in middle yes. Tennessee. I'm telling you, it's great to have the music back and the concerts happening. Yes. Uh, the music is flowing again. I know. I'm so excited. And now people can, <laughs> can perform live instead of sitting in front of a camera on, on Facebook and doing a Facebook live. Yes. And, and that, that probably has a place for it. It does, but you know? it's, it's not, not the, the same. same. No. Like um, I've done a few live streams and, and although they're fun and your fans come out, but there is nothing like that adrenaline rush and those endorphins that you get from performing on stage with an audience. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, it, it is one of those things that the artists, I just want to sing. I just want to perform. Yeah. You know, because it's not about the money. It's just like, I just, I have to do this. Yeah. Because it's, it's part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not just what we do. It, it's who we are. Yeah. It's it's in our blood. It's in our DNA. Like we we don't know anything else. You know, as a female artist, we were talking before the the, the show here that a lot of the female artists, you know, are not getting the uh, you know the credit that they have. Now, I will say it has increased over the years, and and you know, back in the day early country music, even even music, you know, the female artist, I'm sure had to struggle, but you had some that rose to the top. And I think it's just having the right song, you know, get the right representation and getting it out there. But tell us a little bit about the struggle that an artist has to go through just to get heard. Because yeah. it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the industry right now is, is so saturated. It's very flooded. Um, I was listening to a podcast where they said that there was something like 40,000 songs a day are being uploaded to Spotify and I was like oh my goodness like how how do you stand out 
in the crowd of that many songs that are being uploaded and it it comes down to so many different things obviously when it comes to streaming and that it starts with the music so you want to make sure that you have quality music you're working with great producers you're working on developing your sound whatever your sound is it doesn't matter it can be punk it could be rock it could be psychedelic it could be reggae it doesn't matter it just has to be the best quality that it could be because for you there's thousands of other people that are wanting to do reggae that are wanting to do psychedelic that are wanting to do these underground things it may be underground there's Mm -hmm. still a huge fan base and and a ton of artists that are doing this so you know we what we did my team and I we really focused on how we can you know showcase to the world what my sound is and what I want it to be because I'm not traditional country because country has evolved country has been evolved long before you know i came on the scene or or now this this wave of black artists that are Mm -hmm. really coming onto the scene but country music was already influenced by r&b and hip-hop if you listen to sam hunt and if you listen to you know nico moon's new song that just went number one i mean he's celebrating a huge number one party in las vegas and um that's country trap like if if you listen to it it's country trap and and a lot of times people were industry insiders were saying well we we don't we want to keep country at its its purity we want to we want to keep country music to what it is and i'm like but you realize it's already it's already changed with with or without us the only difference is, is is the color that's representing the sound. That's the only difference right now. Yeah. And so it's it is a battle, but it's it's a battle that you just have to keep fighting. You just have to keep you can't let people tell you that you can't do something because if your fan base is there, if the music is good, if the work ethic is good, if if you're already bringing in money, merchandise with, with merchandise and fan club and and streaming and how, like how can you how can you tell me no? Mm-hmm. Like how can you say no? Now at this point then it's another issue. And if it's that issue, then it's a serious thing that needs to be addressed. Sure. And and you were faced with a, a couple of obstacles uh, you know, where people telling you yeah. that you're not country, you're too black, you're too whatever. What was that that statement? I, I was so uh, impressed by just the stupidity of those statements. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, You know, people love to say things, but there was um, an industry label head, actually, and I won't say who it is or the label, but um, he took a lot of time to listen. I mean, I sat and sang two songs for him. Then he sat and listened to two more songs, like cut songs. And then he was like, can I take everything home with me? Like, this is somebody who is who's clearly interested. So you're thinking, oh, this yeah, is I good. Was like, I was like, yeah, because no label head is going to... If, the, if you sing live once and they don't like it, they're going to be like, okay, great, thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. No, he asked me to sing a second song. And then after the second song, he was like, can I listen to what you sound like on record? Then he listened to that. And then he's like, can I hear another one? And, you know, we're sitting here being like, all right, this is awesome. And, you know, he takes it away. And, and maybe about a week later, he comes back and he says, um, you know, she's, she's just not authentic enough. And <laughs> what was, makes it authentic? I was <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What does it mean to be authentic in country music? Because to me, what I thought country music was, was stories. Mm. I thought country music music is about stories they're they're so relatable they're so literal you can almost like taste the grass like if that's what they're talking about you can smell the whiskey that's how literal country music is and it's so relatable and country music used to be known for using live instruments you 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 heard live drummers and live guitar players but that's even shifted because we have this huge influx of you know r&b and hip-hop being incorporated which is great but now they're not even using real drums they're not even using this and i'm like but but that's authentic country but here i am using you know the top nashville musicians you can get people who played with reba who have played with dolly parton who have played with kelsey bellarini i'm like these are the artists that are these are the musicians that are playing with these artists i'm working with a producer who's literally who worked with carrie underwood and taylor swift and thomas rett and justin moore and you know my original my first song was written by billy montana and the beautiful girls of runaway june so how can you tell me (laughs) that i'm not authentic enough because everything i'm doing is country i want to talk more about this when we come back let's take a quick break we'll be right back yes FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. 
And we're back. Yeah, this is Jeff Shannon. We're talking with Ashley Amber, and she's an up-and-coming country artist. And, of course, she's based at, I guess you're in Las Vegas and in Nashville both, huh? Yes. Um, Good places to be. Great places to be. And lots of country coming to, to Las Vegas because, you know, you yeah. got Shia, Shania, um, Luke Bryan, uh, Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood uh, Brooks and Don, like all Hello. Yeah, all kinds of stuff going on in, in uh, Vegas. But yes, my entire team is here in Nashville. So um, I am, I'm here basically every month. You know, we were talking before the, uh, for the break that we, I think we get, I don't know what the, the word is, but you get that, you get into a certain lane that people think you should be in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fit that lane, it's like that has to affect you. I mean, mentally, but I think you have to, you can't be coming in this uh, being a snowflake. Right. You, you, have to be, uh, you have to be strong and accept no and move on and keep going. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of my upbringing has definitely played a part into my personality and to my strength because, you know, I, I grew up in the suburbs and we were the only black family. And, you know, that's not easy. Of course, I got picked on because kids are cruel, but kids are cruel regardless. It, it doesn't matter yep. what yep. color I was or anything like kids. Kids are just going to be kids. And so I've always been an outsider. I've always been different. I've always walked that that middle ground. And so I've just I just embrace it. And I'm just I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful that my my parents raised me to believe that there's nothing that I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do anything that I want. And that's how I go about this. People love to tell you what you can and cannot yes. do. And it is your job. It is your responsibility. Nobody will advocate for you better than yourself. Nobody will stand up for you better for mm-hmm. your, better than yourself. So you have to just say, you know what? bleep you and <laughs> next <laughs> i am gonna keep doing my thing because you are not bringing me down like barbara streisand said barbara streisand said you ain't gonna rain on my parade exactly so um well and that's i mean it's what just, i do it's perseverance you mean you have to keep going i mean yeah. back in the, the, the days of early music row i mean that what did you do you went from house to house hey you're pitching your stuff you're hitting labels that constantly yeah you know presenting your your material if you don't do it who's gonna do it exactly and you know there's so much work to be an artist and you can't shy away from it. It's yeah. it's sometimes I talk to artists and they're like, I just don't understand why I just can't like sing and like write music. And I'm like, well, you can do that. But do you have a business plan? Have you thought about merchandise? Have you thought about a fan club? Have you thought about like getting an accountant to make sure that if you have money coming in, that money's properly being allocated and people are properly being paid? Because sure. if you have a management, if you have an agent, if you have an attorney, they're getting a percentage of everything that you're doing. And you, you know, you got to make sure that your business is smart. And also what are you doing to to, you know, hold on to those intellectual properties that you have. Like, are you owning your own publishing? Are you making sure that you have your own masters? Are you writing your songs and performing mm-hmm. your songs as well as are you also getting to a point that you're not just writing to yourself, but you're also writing for other artists? I mean, these are all ways to generate a, a a ton of income that have nothing to do with yeah. being on stage because let's let's look at COVID. COVID has shown us that we can't just 100% be reliant on touring anymore because it, when that's gone, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. We have to be smart. We have to make sure that we're bringing money in other places. And somebody like me, I'm also very much involved in, okay, I have my own fashion line that I'm going to be coming out with. Okay. I'm, you know, just signed an endorsement deal with, with, with given water. How, how can I do other things that are going to allow me to be successful? If something like that were to get taken away, it's about, you know, the long term, not just the short term. And I think so many artists focus on that short term. They get a record label that's interested and they're like, we're going to give you $500,000 to sign with us. And then they don't read the contract or they don't have a good lawyer. And then they're just sitting there shelved thinking that mm-hmm. they're going to be successful. And then they've done absolutely nothing to actually set themselves up sure. for the future. One of the things that is so important, I mean, sure, you have, you learn music, you learn, you know, right, you pick up things, learn the business. Yes. If you don't learn the business, you're going to be hurting and you're going to get taken advantage of. You know, and, and yeah, I, I understand young folks don't have the money to afford an attorney, but you have to find some way to get legal representation yes. in this business. And you can tell horror story after horror story that people, the young artists that have come up and have lost everything and have been ripped off by shysters. Yes. And I always say be creative. I mean, you know, there's people that are going to school right now that are they're Yeah, they're young. They're not lawyers yet, but they're studying law sure. and they have to get credit. They can do things pro bono. Like you can get creative and be like, hey, like, 
can you look over this contract for like mm-hmm. college credit? Like, you know what I mean? Like there are ways to get creative and there are also attorneys out there that if you're putting in the work and, you know, you're showcasing yourself, you know, it can be somewhat similar as a, as a management deal to where they're taking a small percentage of your overall artist income and they're there to negotiate everything for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also kind of the new way of things right now. And obviously you don't want an attorney that's like, I'm going to come take 20%. Like, no, but if they're taking a, you know, a couple sure. percent, it's worth it. It's you have worth to learn the what money. Those, learn what those percentages should be. Yes, okay. you do. You have to learn like people, your, your manager should not be taking 30% or 50% of your income. This is not an Elvis Presley deal. <laughs> well, and managers, you know, uh, you know, managers don't need to get paid. What? I no. mean, come on, you know. No, they do. <laughs> or they could go to the Don Gatlin School of Recording and right. uh, the music business and uh, oh. learn everything. <laughs> I love, I love my manager, Don. He's amazing. But the thing about Don is when we met, it was always like, he was just like, you're so talented. And we started, we weren't under contract right away. He just wanted, he just was like, you're amazing. I just want to help you. I want to introduce you to some people. But then the project started taking off. And then I told Don, I was like, Don, like you have to be my manager. Like who else is going to be my manager? Like well, you have you, to feel it too. Yeah. You the look out right for thing. me so much. Yeah. He never wanted to manage anybody. And he told me that from the get go. He's like, I'm not interested in being a manager. And then all of a sudden it happened and he gave me a contract, but he was smart. He said, okay, here, I'm going to have my lawyers, you know, send you a contract, okay. but do not sign this until you have a lawyer. Look at this and negotiate yep. it. Yep. And that's exactly what we did. And we went back and forth and it went a couple months, but we made sure that we were in the right deal. That's mutually beneficial for both parties. And that's how it should be. If there's somebody that comes on your team that only wants for them, 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 and they do not want to negotiate, that is not somebody bye you bye. want on your team. Like buy, yeah. you'd be better yeah. off by yourself at that point in time. Sure. Well, and it, and it takes so much to get to the point where you're actually recording and recording good material because mm-hmm. there's so many wheels oh, yeah. that are in place to make that happen. Yes. In fact, I've got something pulled up here. This just happens. I, I got inside scoops here. <laughs> this is your, this is, I guess, your upcoming single yeah. that's coming out. Can we listen to a little bit of it? Oh my gosh, of course. Let, let's listen to a little bit. Tell us, uh, well, first, <laughs> tell us the name and, and then we'll, after when we come back and we'll tell more about the song, but just introduce this song. All right. Hey, y'all. Again, my name is Ashley Amber, and the song that you're about to hear is my latest single called Open. So you wrote this song. I did. I did write this song. Um, I was in Nashville, actually. I was uh, was recording a couple other songs that I had um, written. And I was staying at this beautiful Airbnb um, right downtown in Nashville. And there was this open sign. You know, one of those like vintage looking signs that has those like really cool light bulbs. And it just said open. And it was above the bed. And part of me was like, I wonder why open is above the bed. 
<laughs> anyways, I kept looking at it and being like, oh, that's a song title. That's that's a song. There's something there. And um, one day after, oh, man, I had a bunch of meetings and all kinds of stuff. I came home and I was just in the mood to write. The way I write is I don't just, I'm not just like, I'm going to write a song today. I'm more like if I get the urge, if I get that feeling to write, that means I'm meant to write a song. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And I sat down and I started to write this song and open wasn't there yet. Yeah. But then somehow at the end, I tied it all in together and that tagline open, <laughs> you got my heart open, nice. became um, the tagline and the title of the song. Well, it's it. you move forward with it. It's like, you know, being told you can't do something like you did. Yeah. I, I was reading where you wrote 14 songs yeah, it's 14 like, songs in 14 that? days. <laughs> and a lot of these great songs, oh, sorry, I'm jumping in. A lot of these great songs she wrote by herself, but her co-writers, you know, for she's been here, you know, hit it hard for one year. I, I, the other night I added up, her co-writers have written in totals, you know, for a newcomer. They've written 33 number one country songs, her co-writers. Oh, that she's written with, okay. within one year. Yeah. <laughs> that's her co that's Good so, I think... These people think she's pretty good. Yeah, I, I ended up thirty-three number ones. Her co-writers that she's this written with already, yeah. and then she got all the great songs she wrote by herself. Yeah. So I think they, the writing community thinks she's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just honestly, I'm so excited, and you know, when people tell you that you can't do something, which happens all the time, yeah. Yeah. and it's been a part of my life, my entire life. I've always been told that I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough. It's what you do in that moment that really defines who you are. I've always just been that person that says, no, you're not going to tell me that I cannot do something. Mm -hmm. And I've always proved them wrong. It may take me longer to get there, but I'm going to get there. You might have more Patsy Klein in you than you think. Yeah. (laughs) Because she was a go. I mean, you don't tell Patsy no. Yeah, (laughs) no, definitely. And so I'm just, I'm just excited to be able to share my voice, to share my lyrics and to be creative with my lyrics. I remember when I was writing this song and that opening lyric where I go, you made my heart go skip, skip up, down a full turn into a drop split. Mm. I was like, I was like, can you write that in a song? Like, I don't even know if you can, but because I just write what I feel, I was like, that's a cool line. I'm totally going to write it. And sure enough, when I played it for um, Don, my manager and my producer, they both were like, what did you just say there? That's a great line. Absolutely. And so... um, So very, very unique. So um, my my style is very quirky, very unique. And I just write what I know. And this was about, um, I was in a relationship for a short time because that was all it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, it could just be like one of those summer, like, flings, you mm-hmm. know? And at the time, I was like, I'm busy. I'm not trying to date anybody. And then I met this person, and all of a sudden, I was like, I was just happy. And, like, we were, were doing things, like, going to the beach and just having fun. And Sounds like just, another another country song coming out of that yeah. one. <laughs> summer fling. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you know, one of the things that I saw here, I, was, I, I really was impressed with, that you were praised by the sounds like Nashville, okay, sounds yes. like Nashville as one of the 2021 artists to watch. Mm-hmm. Ashley Amber, ladies and gentlemen, she's an enigma to some, but magnetic to all. Yes. Who came up with that? That's a great <laughs> That's my PR team right there. That is. <laughs> Good uh, tagline. Shout out to her. Um, yeah, when I actually didn't know that I was going to be featured in that, I, I got tagged in something and all of a sudden there's Ashley Amber, you know, the mm-hmm. first one on the, I was like, hey, that's my name. That's me. And um, I was just so excited because again, initially I had people say like, you're not authentic enough. Like you're, you're not the typical country image like Mm -hmm. like your hair like this and you know if you go to my instagram i am not shy about my body Mm -hmm. hashtag you're welcome (laughs) because i think that you know women are should be allowed to celebrate themselves we've been objectified by men since the beginning of time so why can't i wear a bikini like if i want to wear a bikini Mm -hmm. i'm not being provocative i'm not being you know 
distasteful. I'm just saying like, hey, I'm a woman. I'm a grown. (laughs) I can post this. And so that's kind of how I go about everything. And yeah, and the the country community now has has really embraced me and and sounds like Nashville has been amazing and taste of country. You know, recently getting a feature on on Bobby Bones Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, now I'm officially a part of the Country Music Association, which, you know, you have to meet certain criteria in order to be a part of that. And, you know, I'm about to be featured on CMT with Open, you know, with my my new music video that comes out July 5th. It's going to be on CMT, like broadcast CMT. Now there's no argument whether or not I'm a part of this community or whether or not I fit in because, hi, hello, I'm here. (laughs) Well, and and you were on American Idol at one point. I mean, it's not like a a newbie here, but I'm I'm telling you, I I feel great things. I mean, you just, it's there. And I, how can people get a hold of you? Um, well, What's the best way to, I mean, they can go to your website, right? They can go to my website, which is ashleyamber.com. Okay. But y'all got to remember that Ashley is spelled A-S-H-L-I-E, amber.com. And I'm on all of the social media just platforms. Just put the name up there. You're going to pop up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just Ashley, A-S-H-L-I-E, Amber. Look for the hair and you're there. <laughs> and your and merch. You get some merch coming out too. I got right? a brand new merch line that's going to be coming out very, very shortly. It's got my iconic side profile frohawk. <laughs> that's what that, I was wondering what um, that was. That, that make, that's a good idea. I call idea. it a frohawk. And um, my fan club is going to be launching here pretty soon, which is called... The Frohawks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's so it. y'all can join the Frohawks as well. And, and um, you're going to be performing here in Nashville. Yeah, right? I'm actually performing uh, tonight. Okay. And uh, that's going to be at Commodore Grill. And then I got the Whiskey Jam on Thursday. Yeah. And so. then I'm playing the Listening Room with Song Suffragettes on Monday. Okay. So I'm busy. All that stuff's on my website as well as on my social medias. But follow me on Instagram. You know, y'all, I'm even on the TikTok, the tickety talk, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, just all the things. Again, look for the hair. You're there. A-S-H-L-I-E, Amber. Hey. Ashley, thank you so much for coming in. I oh, mean, taking the time you. out of a busy schedule. And uh, just make sure next time Dawn brings the stretch. Don't say that. And an but, umbrella. Gosh. Yeah, oh, my gosh. What yeah, is he doing, weather. man? Well, it's Middle Tennessee. It can be, you know. Get all the seasons Luckily, in one week. Bring the rain. <laughs> number one, I had that umbrella for 20 years. Dang it. I just recently threw it away. Oh, man. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much. Uh, best wishes. And, you know, hope to have you back sometime. You get back into town. And, oh, I would uh, love to. Uh, love to come see you. And hopefully that'll be soon. So Yeah, well, thanks. thank you so much. And thank you for your time. And just thank you Absolutely. so much for having me and letting sure. me share my voice. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Hey, and we'll be right back. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Well, welcome back. This is Jeff Shannon, and we got another special guest in our, our studio today. And, uh, you know, you, you know who he is. You've heard about him right here in Hendersonville owns Chris Golden, the 2019 ICMA Entertainer of the Year. Hey, now. And the, award, the awards <laughs> just keep going and going. And, I mean, uh, it's like, holy I'm wow, sorry, this is amazing. It's embarrassing. Well, you got all the. <laughs> uh, you'll take it. I'm kidding. Yeah. You know, and Chris, I mean, your accolades just go on and on. You, of course, you were a 17 year member with the Oaks and it, it's, it, it list goes on and on. So It, it just, starts way before then, Jeff. Man, yes. I, I, I grew up in a musical household. My dad, you know, was uh, uh, everybody's seen him at Croker. He's the long-bearded one <laughs> with the Oak Ridge Boys. So, you know, it's just something that come natural and yeah. easy for our whole family, man. We, and the uh, brothers. And my brother, Rusty's wow. a great songwriter and started playing. And actually, I think Rusty's probably my biggest influence because I wanted to be like my big brother. He was playing drums and getting the attention and I thought well hey maybe I need I want some attention too so <laughs> I started playing drums then he moved over to piano and I, I started playing piano too because I wanted to be like him but I remember one night we were fighting over the drumsticks and my dad took me upstairs and showed me three or four chords on the guitar and said man if you'll learn how to play something else y'all can play music together so it'll be something you it's not just one guy that can play it's like you know y'all can have you a band and and many years later we wound up being on cbs records and capitol records making making music 
I got to go down to Muscle Shoals and learn how to make records. So been very, very blessed. Uh, in and you my play life. other instruments. I mean, gosh, you play everything, don't you? I, I'm not good at any of them, Jeff. <laughs> I, just, I fake my way through a bunch of them. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, whatever's left. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of years ago, you were out here at the, the Whiskey Jam here in Hendersonville, hometown jam, and yeah. you were you were you were on the on the sticks there and. Uh, I actually, yeah, I got to sing a couple of three songs, and then I played drums with uh, another local boy, Tim Watson, that yes. day, and it was a last-minute deal. I didn't know I was going to be playing with him until I got there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And Ricky was out there, too. Ricky Skaggs. Yeah. yeah. It was a good show. We went to church together for a while, and uh, anyway, known, known all those folks for a lot of years, man. Well, you know, that's uh, what I love about Hendersonville, even though it's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Whenever we moved here, it was kind of a bedroom community for Nashville. And that's where all the music people live. It, was, it used to be called City of the Stars before it was City by the Lake. Well, I think that one reason that a lot of the, the musicians types moved out here is because it wasn't West End. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe they could afford it mm-hmm. more back True. then, back in the 60s and early 70s. Uh, not now. <laughs> <laughs> not now. But uh, back then, you know, it was a it was a bedroom community. A lot of musicians, a lot of band members and, uh, you know, industry folk lived out here. So it's, I've been feel blessed to have grown up here. Yeah. I well, in this area and even Sumner County has so much musical history and this, I'm so passionate about preserving that history. There are so many, you know, great musicians and talent living right here that you, people don't even know are here. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, there's, there's gotta be a way to really make that, that preservation happen. Well, I'll tell you one thing that is happening here that I've, you mentioned the hometown jam. That's something to be really proud of. That was the first one. It was uh, the year before COVID hit. There was a lot of the music people from here in town. There's so many more that do here. I, I went to a Memorial Day thing over here a couple of days ago and saw the Isaacs there. Yeah. A great group. Also the French family. And there's so many different types of music out of Hendersonville. Sure. And I've heard that uh, they're going to the city's going to be doing several of these hometown jams. Mm-hmm. Instead of one big one i think they're going to do a, several small ones which that's pretty cool too you talk about all the different ty- uh people that live here that do that maybe they'll all get a chance to play and sing before it's yeah. over yeah well and then there's a big concert coming out of sanders ferry park the uh jake and jake and zeke i think so right. I, I don't have it in front of me but that's going to be a big show out there right uh, they got, got some good well, colin ray out. i think yes be colin's there. coming in i haven't i worked with colin gosh this has to go way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, when he was, you know, had a couple of big hits at, at the beginning and uh, photographed very well because I was doing photography mm-hmm. and I got a great shot of him. And he wasn't wearing the hat at the time. I guess his little uh, ball cap is his signature thing now. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a great time. But anyway, listen, so we are having the Porch Fest coming up here on the very soon. And you're going to be a part of this. I'm looking forward to it. Anytime that you get a chance to play for the home team, it's, uh, yeah. it's always an honor and a pleasure. And probably one of the hardest shows that we'll do all year long because <laughs> it's your friends, you know, <laughs> your friends and your family. So. And here. Here's the great thing about being in Hendersonville. You never know who's going to show up. Well, that's right. And you know? The first time that I did the, the Porch Festival, uh, it was they were just getting going, and it must have been 100 degrees, and a lot of people had to stay in the shade that day. So mm-hmm. anyway, I got caught. Uh, the next time that I got to do it, honestly, I was almost dreading it because it was going to be so hot. And that day <laughs> I got invited to be on the Huckabee Show, and I also got invited to go on a trip to Israel for two weeks and uh, lead the worship on different historic sites for this big tour group. So you do never know who's going to be there. I pray for windows and doors to open for me all the time. And yeah, and uh, you know that was definitely some windows and doors that opened on that day. Well, and that's uh, again, I think it's you, you never who's going to be in the audience. You know, you could have some some pretty high influential people just. Well, is watching. Jeff Shannon going to be? I'm going to be there. Yeah, we'll see. Fact, and and the Tukey Mobile is going to be out there. We'll have a tent, and so we'll be hanging with you. Cool. You know, and, and I was just looking at the list here, and I'm sure you know a lot of these folks, but uh, you know, Hawkshaw is going to be there. Great. I have not seen. Uh, I've not seen him since we've been here, but Tim Atwood's uh, going to be jamming as well. So okay. he should he'd do pretty good. Well, yeah. 
Have you you've, you've played with him? Oh, you play with everybody. So. Well, man, actually, yeah. It was when I first started doing solo dates. Tim came out and played piano with me. Yeah, he did. I last time I saw him was uh, I guess there was a, a event for the Lawless at May when uh, after I guess Jack had passed and they had a, a thing downtown Gallatin there at okay, the, I was the there. ranch. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, I was and there. Uh, you know he's you know, pretty entertaining for sure. He That's is. why he's the entertainer's entertainer. Yeah, love Tim. So what do they call you? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I've been called a lot of things, Jeff. So, uh, hey, you know, we had last, well, I think it was last Christmas, right? Where we had you in for the Santa show. All right. You came on in and did uh, Santa's prayer. And, I uh, did. And come come to find out, I guess uh, Dave Venice was uh, uh, one of the producers and that arranged it, uh, right. helped arrange us. Yeah. Dave from Restless Heart. That's yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I, I love me some Dave. <laughs> yeah. Have we, I found out he's just moving to Texas. That's what he said. Yeah. I'm going, yeah. Come on. Right. <laughs> but it'd be it's only two hours away, I think, right? Uh, Waco well, or Austin? Waco. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But that's right. it's going to be cool. But yeah. we'll see what happens. So tell us, um, when you we get these gigs that happen to come up, so we're going behind the, the scenes here, what people usually don't know. Uh, usually get contacted. Do you, do you go through a, a management company? Or are you the management company? Right now, I am, mm-hmm. Jeff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've got a phone number. It's on every website and every <laughs> social media thing I have. And I am open for business. I don't mind putting my phone number out there. No. So uh, I, find uh, that's what I do. I play and sing. And right now I'm having to, you know, book myself which is that's part about what i do that i like the least Mm -hmm. but i do have about a nine day trip coming out to texas oklahoma missouri and arkansas coming up here in a couple three weeks and uh actually right after the porch fest and at the end of that i'm going to be coming back close to home and playing our annual show at the palace theater uh it's our family and friends show well that's and it's something that i've been doing it for 13 years now 13 years in a row Actually, I think we skipped a year, but uh, and then we came back with it. But anyway, it's an annual family and friends show that at the Palace Theater in Gallatin. They can get tickets at the door, or okay. there's an event bright link on the website. Okay. Or, uh, you know, if anybody wants to come. And in the past, you never know which guests are going to show up to mm-hmm. that. We've had uh, the Freemans, which is a great gospel group here in town that has showed up. My dad, William Lee's come several times to uh sing with us uh jimmy fortune yeah. janae fleener who was the uh, reigning instrumentalist of the year to cma the first female ever nominated and to win uh the from the academy and uh the country music association so there we and, and and my family has got my kids involved with it and they're all so talented they are and, they are and the, the reason that they kind of got involved with it at, at first is we had advertised it as family and friends and i just knew my dad and my brother rusty were going to be there mm-hmm. but as it got closer to it they were sort of hem hawing about coming to the show, and I thought, well, man, just so it won't be false advertising, I better get my children involved. <laughs> so they're all great talents and singers. Elizabeth's had videos on CMT and the Country Music Network, and uh, well, you guys have been doing yeah. a bunch of videos here lately. I guess we have. Guess yeah. Williams getting you guys keeping you busy there. Yeah, well, that's another thing we've done during the pandemic. We recorded thirty-three songs as a family. We did. Uh, I don't, uh, about a third of it is gospel, about mm-hmm. a third of it is old country songs, and then a third of it is the more rocking country songs. Uh, all of my, all three of my children are playing and singing on it. Uh, my brother Rusty's on it, my brother Craig, and my father. So we have three generations, three albums. And we've already shot about 12 videos to go along with that. There was also a film crew that uh, filmed all the behind-the-scenes stuff for a documentary-style deal that we're doing. Uh, That's all kind of being in the can. And thanks to technology, we had a director from Los Angeles, California, that they would have their iPhone taped to the front of the camera with with an earbud in, and the, the man from... Los Angeles was watching three or four different cameras at the same time. Wow. Going around, uh, he had his own control room in L.A., so he was directing from his uh, control room in L.A., which is pretty wild. He didn't was afraid of the <laughs> pandemic thing, too, so he thought he better direct from out there. Yeah. Longtime friend of ours, Jeffrey Panzer, who used to work with 2020, ABC's 2020, and then he went out to run 
the uh, executive vice president at Universal LA, uh, Universal Records, and their mm-hmm. whole video department. So, anyway, we've got a lot of stuff in the can. Mm-hmm. We were shooting just last week uh, some more stuff. We've yeah. got also a guest that's on on these three albums that we've done. We've also uh, tagged Aaron McCune to sing with us some, um, and Aaron is a bass singer. The bass. Yeah, let right. Me, let me he sings with Daly and Vincent. When I first heard that. You know, on it was just a, a clip I guess on YouTube, the preview thing, and I heard uh-huh. the voice. I said, "It can't be Richard." I mean, no, he's almost lower. Well, it's hard to beat be lower than Richard, but he's pretty close. I mean, spot on. I mean, he's wow. a great, he's a great, great singer. And he's a young guy. He is a young guy. Uh, he brought our collective age way down between him, <laughs> him and my kids. But we're calling it the Goldens, and because uh, that's who we are. Yeah. And uh, Aaron's singing with us. We recorded it with Ben Isaacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Isaacs produced it and also Michael Sykes uh, who produces the Gaither Vocal Band the Oak Ridge Boys and Buddy Cannon was, wow. came in and sat in with us some and he you know has produced everybody uh, Kenny Chesney in particular that Willie Nelson and a couple of those other people that like that you know now, so do you record we, in your own studio you have your own studio right i do i'm like man you know there's everybody in town there's about <laughs> three on every block here in this town but uh i do i i call it the house of music and that's exactly what it is it's every room is utilized and yeah. uh well, the kitchen well. is the secret sauce man <laughs> so well, yeah I, I have a studio and i've recorded several projects there for other people and for myself so if somebody has a project they want to do they can call you come and record well, they can send me some stuff, and I'll listen to it, and I'll see. We know, I, 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 would, I would love to be able to help them out, and if yeah. I can't do it, i got friends that can. Yeah, well, I mean, that's there's so much involved you know, in the music business. I, think, I got to thinking, most people have no idea what goes on behind the scenes to make, you know, doing all this work to get this song right. for people to hear. Well, it starts with the vision for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to help people uh, to along their way if if I can, or and if I can't, I love connecting dots with with people. Maybe somebody else can do it. Mm-hmm. I really I used to do some of that for a living, but I I thought you know I've done it a long time. And I really want to believe in the project and uh, and believe in the people instead of just doing it for money. I want to do it for for them and sure. for somebody that I really believe in, and I've had several of those over the past couple of years and 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 some of them have had you know are having some pretty good chart success so i'm proud of all the music that's come out of there i can tell you that yeah so listen for anybody listening i've been around this town for a long time i see you at kroger i see you you know i I, i've i've been around for a long time i want to i if you're listening to this I want you to come out to this porch festival they're yes. having. Now, what's the date on it, Jeff? You 19th, tell them. June 19th. That's going to be at the, at Hazel Path. June 19th at Hazel Path. And it's right, right across from the uh, old Black Eyed Pea and the um, Myers Front Porch. Right. You can't miss it. It's straight across the, the street. And I think the porches are going to be, there's one in front and then one around to the side. Okay. And it's all shaded. There's a lot yes. of good shade over yeah. there. Big old trees, 200-year-old trees. <laughs> and we're going to be under them eating a snow cone waiting on our turn to see. And there's a ton of great talent coming up across that stage, and all of them are from right here around Harrisonville, yeah. right? Yeah, and so bring a chair. Got to bring a chair, bring a blanket, come hang out for the, the whole afternoon. That's right. Because it's got they extended the time. I guess we have so much great talent. They extended it like the four. Well, that's great. Well, you got to have that extra time. Oh, five o'clock. So it's from 10, 10 to, five. to five. Wow. Yeah. Well, great. That's going to be fun. Well, yeah. let's be plenty of daylight, hopefully. And if it's a daylight <laughs> today where it's raining, we're all going to all get under the porch together and sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good part of it. I remember that happening one yeah. year. Everybody had to kind of huddle up under that. the trees. Yeah. If you get a chance to, mark it on your calendar July the 17th. July 17th is going to be our annual Golden Family and Friends show. And you never know who's going to show up on stage exactly. down there. But anyway. Where would they go for tickets on that? They can go to Eventbrite. And also, they can get them there at the door at the Palace okay. Theater. Right. So, you're going to have, um, you know, the full theater. It's going to be packed out. Well, we've sold it out a few times. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of a cool venue. It has a lot, lot of ambiance there, a lot of history in that place. It's the oldest theater in Tennessee that, that is great? still in operation. Wow. Yes, yeah, the oldest one in Tennessee. I think 1917, they had a, uh, you know, the members of the Nashville Symphony used to come out there and play for the silent movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had an upstairs. There's uh, rumors that they had a ghost in there. <laughs> so uh, now watch everybody's going to come out looking for it. Yeah. It? <laughs> but anyway, we've. I started out going down to the palace because I was looking for a, a place to do an album cover, mm-hmm. and I shot an album cover down there called Center Stage. It was from an album, several albums back, and I thought, what a great place to have an album release party. Mm-hmm. And that's what turned into our family and friends show. And I would get different guests or the songwriters that had written songs on the album with me and different people that had played and mm-hmm. performed on the album and my kids who were all, on, you know, part of everything I do. And uh, anyway, uh, it, it turned into a, a, an annual thing to where we're we're doing it. I guess it's 13 years in a row. We've wow. Wow. No, it's going to be a great show. And uh, and how are the acoustics in that place? They are awesome. You They're like it? Great. Yeah. Yes, I do. It's just like a cannon because it's long. Mm-hmm. It's a long room, and uh, I've always thought they were really good in there. So when you guys go in there, you bring your own sound system. And we everything do. There. Okay, so yeah, that's probably better. We used to have bring that. sound and a few extra lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. Um, so we got Porch Fest coming up here, um, yeah, ten to five over at Hazel June nineteenth, and you got to be able to, to, to hang out with us all day. And Palace so Theater, July seventeenth. There we go. All right. So we've been talking to Chris Golden, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good to have you along here with us. And uh, Chris is heading off to a gig, so he's got he's got to hightail it out of here. I'm Alabama bound. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Love you, Hendersonville. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Okay, welcome back to this Sunday morning. This is Jeff Shannon, and uh, we're going to continue another conversation I think you're going to find very interesting because it's something that is kind of new to Hendersonville. I think you're going to enjoy this segment because it's going to be exciting, and people love to get out of the house and start going to events. Perfect reason right here. So I want to introduce to you uh, Josh Carmen. Now, he's the general manager of Full Count Rhythm Baseball. So, Josh, I want to welcome you, and we also have Coach Kenny Thomas over here. You might recognize his name. and. You're going to hear from here in a minute. So, let, hey, Josh, start off. Tell us what Full Count is all about. Okay. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Full Count Ministries um, has been around for about 11 years. And, and try to give you the short story on how this ministry came about. Uh, there was a, a, a man went on a mission trip to Nicaragua uh, 11 years ago. And it was a backpacking trip in the mountains of Nicaragua. And uh, wow. on their way back, they, they were walking back, crossed a river on a boat and spent the night in a campsite on the side of a mountain and a baseball game broke out. Baseball is huge in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. It's, their, it's kind of their national sport. Uh, you don't have the resources to play a whole lot, so soccer is really big. But at any rate, a, a baseball game broke out on the side of a mountain and the in-country missionary that, that lives in Nicaragua asked him a question. He just kind of posed the question, said, do you think a sports baseball-specific mission team would work? And so it, got, it kind of got the guy thinking, who our board president for Full Count Ministries now, Nathan Davenport, got him thinking. So he came home from that mission trip on fire and, <laughs> and really just started asking guys who are former baseball players, hey, would you be interested in going to Nicaragua on a baseball trip? I think his first six asks were yeses. I mean, with, without question, they said yes. Uh, so he, he got 13 people talked into going to Nicaragua that next summer. Uh, so they went as a baseball team and played baseball. And that's really where the ministry birthed from, mm-hmm. from that trip. Since then, we've taken hundreds of high school, college baseball players to Nicaragua every summer to play baseball on a mission trip and go and serve another nation. Uh, so that's the shorter version of the story. Uh, there's so much more to yes, it. Yeah. Uh, what the Lord's done through the obedience of men that go into the world and serve using a silly game such mm-hmm, as baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the shorter story. How we get to where we are today with Full Count Rhythm. Full Count Ministries has been active 
in this area, Middle Tennessee, and even North Alabama, and some little pockets in South Alabama and Nebraska, uh, and even Texas, uh, with high school baseball players with discipleship groups throughout the year, discipling uh, baseball players in in the Word, uh, doing Bible studies, having weekly Bible studies, and and walking alongside them and, and pointing them to the mission field. So this is high school and college level. That that part of it is okay. yes, yep. and uh, my heart's always been kind of with the college baseball player. You know, we, we do really well with high school, but college guys are really hard to gain access to. You can't just walk into a college coach's office mm-hmm. and gain access to his program. Mm-hmm. You can't show up on the field at practice. Uh, you know, like you can a high school program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my heart's really been with these college guys. That you know, it's a vulnerable time in their life, pulled in a lot of different directions. A lot of them are chasing a dream. That it's going to fade. That's where we, we got the idea to start this college summer baseball team, uh, Full Count Rhythm. It gives us access to those college baseball mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. And the, the main purpose of this, this team, Full Count Rhythm, is to disciple college baseball players. Full Count Ministries' mission statement is to make disciples of every baseball player. Yeah around the world. Well, it's and, such a close-knit group within in baseball. I mean, American pastime, you know, and, yeah. and and they just you just come together. I don't care if you're on opposite teams. Yeah. You have that bond. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like I think I was in law enforcement for many years and it's still even after you leave, you still have that that bond with the, those folks, you know what I mean? So and this is prime. What yeah. a great what a great idea. The, the baseball community is so big. Yes. Yet it's so small and it's really a community. It's really a fraternity. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys share information you know much different than other sports uh with scouting reports and 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 so the baseball community is so tight now you're a part of what what was i reading the ohio um the ohio valley Valley. college summer league so what's that all about so it's it's a league there's there's 78 college summer leagues in the united states uh where college baseball players go and play in the summer you know most famous probably the cape cod league and there's there's a couple of others the coastal plains the northwoods the valley league and the Ohio Valley League is one that, that really logistically fits. Uh, so when we were searching for a league to join, originally we were going to try to start our own league, mm-hmm. maybe take take guys to Nicaragua and start a league down there. It just didn't make sense financially and logistically. Yeah. Yeah. So the Ohio Valley League con- is composed of 10 teams, eight of them which are in Kentucky, one in southern Indiana, and, and then we're in we're in Hendersonville. So your home base is going to be Hendersonville. Hendersonville, Drake's That's Creek home Park. Team. Home team, Drake's Creek. Yeah, yes. the hometown team. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so we got a first game coming up here this afternoon, right? That, yeah. That, yeah. That is, wow, this is exciting. It, it's kind of surreal, you know. It's something we've been working behind the scenes for, for a little bit over a year now, and, and here it is today yeah. upon us. Uh, we got a beautiful day. Yeah, uh, but I, I just, it's so expensive to get in. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I joking. mean, you know, I don't know where else you could take a whole family for less than $30. Hello, and, it was a $7 and have a good in, night. Come on. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's good. So it, I guess you would be considered a nonprofit. We are. Full yes. County Ministries yeah. is a nonprofit organization. Okay. So, And you, you had to bring somebody on board, I guess, over here. And so we had to reach out and you, you got to talk to Mr. Kenny Thomas. Coach T is in the house. So Coach, uh, hey, tell us about you because you got a long history here. Well, it's been a while since I've been here. Um, <laughs> you know, I was at Volunteer State, uh-huh. well, 23 years ago. So you met uh, my son, Jerry Faulkner. Yes, yeah, yes. Well, and I was... Uh, <laughs> You know, I spent 12 years at Volunteer State, and I worked seven years for St. Louis Cardinals before that. And uh, in 1999, somehow, uh, we just built a brand new house out here in Gallatin, and mm-hmm. uh, my wife was a barrel racer running them horses, and uh, uh, we decided to go to South Carolina, to the University of South Carolina, Aiken, and I, I don't know, it was, like, it was like I was led there, like I was drawn there. It mm-hmm. was a challenge, uh, and was it ever a challenge, and... So I've been there 22 years now, and long story short, kind of like Josh tell long story short, um, about 15 months ago, my wife uh, came up with an illness, and uh, she had a long battle uh, that she has won. Good. We're very thankful for <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. But uh, last summer, I just kind of, you know, we had started looking light in the tunnel for me, you know, 40 years in baseball is a long time, and we'd gone down to Hilton Head Island, believe it or not, in Margarita. Hilton Head, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's 
Margaritaville Hilton Head, and we'd bought a house a couple years ago that we were using part-time. It was two hours from our home in Aiken. And uh, so last summer during her illness, I decided this past spring was going to be my last season mm-hmm. and uh, announced my retirement in August. And Bring it home. Um, Bring I retired, home. and then Josh calls me, and <laughs> we're talking about full count rhythm. And, man, it sounded so exciting. And I said, well, you know, if I retire, I might be interested in taking that job and mm-hmm. boom here I am today and uh, it's you know I told the team Sunday at our first opening picnic when the guys first got here that this has meant so much to me too because for three weeks now uh, since our last game two weeks ago or whatever it was I've caught myself going checking my phone uh, nobody's calling I'm calling <laughs> checking my emails there's no emails for me <laughs> You're going, thank you thank well, you. I sit out on the patio on our sport on our porch at night and I'm sitting out there thinking who do I need to call and I start calling people they don't even answer so anyhow seriously this has been wonderful we've been here now uh, a week and uh, we had some great practices and the home opener tonight we're very very excited about uh, that wow. so it's uh, well, it's does, around they, the world to get they do, here they do such a great job in those fields out there so I mean I guess they, they're taking extra effort for you guys you're going to have some yeah we're going to play you know the turf field is nice and uh, you know I helped Josh last fall uh, raise some funds and uh, we brought in you know several hundred more seats that Mm -hmm. we felt like we needed and uh, you know it's exciting I've watched these college summer leagues for the last several years as we placed our guys at USC Aiken in these Mm -hmm. teams and by the way I have four USC Aiken players here playing this summer you can't have but four from one school that's an NCAA rule so you can only have four from a school but anyhow these college summer teams are very 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 exciting to watch they're very successful mm-hmm. uh, I could sit here and tell you about teams that average 4,500 fans a night in these college summer leagues and it's it's absolutely amazing it's fun to watch look you know I, I was around professional baseball for a long time and uh, I love turn on the TV and watch you know a big league baseball game but if you really want excitement go watch college <laughs> players because they're fun to watch I, the, the story I always tell I lived in San Francisco way back in the Willie Mays days Willie McCovey all those guys you had to wait to see Willie Mays hit a home run that's just what he did right so it came to the point where I said I gotta I have to go to get a hot dog so I left got up out of my seat went to get a hot dog guess what bam and I missed it oh yeah (laughs) it's like well you know the hot dog's part of the game now it's part of our pastime is that hot dog hey you know one of the great things that I saw you guys do you're doing training for the little guys too you guys have workshops for that yeah it starts tomorrow we have a camp tomorrow for the for the youngins five yeah. to twelve and uh uh you know that always i've been in i've, I've run camps for the last mm-hmm. 30 years and it always excites me uh i tell people all the time there's nothing better than watching the kids play baseball yeah. and uh you said it right off the bat here it's our pastime and you know people want to try to speed the game up let's make it faster because our world everything is faster you know this is baseball this is our pastime what's wrong with sitting there eating peanuts and watching baseball <laughs> right, right and smelling the turf not yeah. Yes. Not the turf yeah. now. Everybody <laughs> plays on the turf. Smelling the turf. So, uh, but it's so exciting to be here. I just can't tell you how excited I am. I've I've had the time of my life. Me and my wife are. We want to put a big shout out to the the Hyatt Place Hotel. Yes, they are. They putting do a great job. Judy and myself up for the summer again. We live in Hilton Head Island now, and mm-hmm. uh, in South Carolina, and we're here for. Gosh, when we checked in, I said, I think we're here about 75 or 80 days <laughs> in this hotel. But they've been awesome over there at the Hyatt Place. So they we just name a suite after you. Well, you know, I could. It. I mean, I, well, what the heck? <laughs> you know, I mean. So what is, what's your, your main goal tonight? Well, uh, uh, you know, I'm win. not very – I like to win. Yeah, I that's can't important. help that. <laughs> uh, you know, we left – I left college baseball um, in May with, uh, I don't know, what, 1,280-something wins. You know, we wanted to get to 1,300 before I retired, but COVID got us last year. And uh, so there wasn't no chance of getting to the 1,300, but (laughs) I enjoy winning. Yeah. I, but I enjoy being on the field. Mm-hmm. 
And the, the, the number one thing, Josh and I have talked about this for several weeks now. You know, we're, we're making a first impression here. Mm-hmm. Full count rhythm. This is Hendersonville's team. You need to, people need to Can understand that. This yeah. is your team. These kids have come from all over the country. These players are from everywhere. They're staying in host families yeah. here in Hendersonville. They, you know, they're going to play hard. Yeah. They're going to play hard. Somebody asked me a couple of days ago, said, how good are y'all going to be? I said, well, let me see the other nine teams, and I'll tell you how good we're going to be because I can't answer that till I see the other nine. But I know we have some some fun guys to watch. We should run. We should steal bases. Uh, we do have a little power. Uh, we have a little power. You know, we're like everybody else. What goes yeah. on on that little hump in the middle of the field is going to matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and tonight, we're throwing a local hometown Gallatin boy that signed with Vanderbilt. We can have players that are uh, that have already signed with an NCAA school. If they have signed, then we can we can have them. So we have three Vanderbilt signees on our That's team. That's wow. So we're coming to the end of our segment here. So what time are we kicking off tonight? Six o'clock. Get there early. Get the smell of the turf. <laughs> get you a hot dog, some popcorn. Is get it? a good seat. Uh, but... First pitch is at 6 p.m. 6 tonight. PM. Home opener. You just can't imagine how exciting everybody is. We're breaking out the whites tonight, the white <laughs> uniforms, because that's that's the home night. And uh, we got it. a we got a left-hander from Gallatin, Tennessee, going tonight, and uh, uh, we hope he we hope he does a great job yeah. for us. And uh, but you'll see a, a really team is going to play hard but it's all for a good cause too so that's what's so crazy about all of this mm-hmm. you know it's such a good cause but it is hendersonville's team you need to understand it. it's hendersonville team that's i got right. three great assistant coaches one from university of memphis one from king university and one from lipscomb university so wow. uh, three great assistant coaches um it's great baseball i'm wow. telling you you will never see better baseball in in this area than what you're going to see tonight and why drive 30 miles and a lot of headaches yeah. uh, down there to those guitar pickers when That's you right. can see the picks right here? Tonight, 6 o'clock, Drake's Creek Park. You guys got to be there. Full Count Rhythm Baseball is kicking off tonight. And we're going to be streaming. We're actually going to go live on this uh, broadcast uh, for the, the game tonight. And then we're going to be streaming the games right here at WHIN Radio. So you're going to be hearing about this a lot right here on this radio station. And so get ready. Baseball is back right here in Middle Tennessee. This is Jeff Shannon saying so long for now. We'll check in next time and get ready for Full Count Rhythm Baseball right here. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by F&M Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, F&M Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.